Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. a week, 418, and as oftentimes on Sunday, the uh, website version of this has a number of links, and if you'd like to follow those up, the website is uh, wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. This week's challenge was to write a poem resonating with Wordsworth's I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud, the daffodils, about crocuses, croci. Here's the best I could do. One mild afternoon, it was early in spring, taking a tour on the Memphis slow buses. We sat close together, our hearts they were touching, our bag full of bulbs one day to be crocuses. There on the corner of 3rd Street and Hawking, a park full of purple and yellow croci that brought to my mind that time we went walking and skipping with coffee through downtown Lodi. Oh, man, stuck inside of Memphis with those Lodi blues again. Okay, on to some days from the church calendar. Uh, April 21st, Anselm. He was an Italian Benedictine monk, abbot, philosopher, and theologian of the Catholic Church who held the office of Archbishop of Canterbury from 1093 to 1109. As Archbishop He defended the church's interests in England amid the investiture controversy for his resistance to the English kings, William II and Henry I. He was exiled twice, once from 1097 to 1100 and then from 1105 to 1107. April 22nd, John Muir and Hudson Stock. Muir, born April 21st, 1838, in a four-story stone house in Dunbar, East Lothian, Scotland, was noted for being an ecological thinker, political spokesman, and religious prophet, whose writings became a personal guide into nature for many people, making his name almost ubiquitous in the modern environmental consciousness. According to author William Anderson, Muir exemplified, quote, 
the archetype of our oneness with the earth, end quote. While biographer David Wooster says he believed his mission was, quote, saving the American soul from total surrender to materialism, unquote. <clears throat> Stuck was born in London, 1863, and graduated from King's College, London. He immigrated to the United States in 1885 and lived there for the rest of his life after working as a cowboy and teacher for several years in Texas. He went to the University of the South to study theology. After graduation, he was ordained as an Episcopal priest. Moving to Alaska in 1904, he served as the Archdeacon of the Yukon, acting as a missionary for the church and a proponent of muscular Christianity. There's a link about that. He co-led the first expedition to successfully climb Denali, Mount McKinley, in June 1913. One of his books, 10,000 Miles with a Dog Sled, is available at Peter White by Interlibrary Loan. The Ascent of Denali is available at Thrift Books for 5 to $195. April 23, Toyohiko Kagawa, born in 1883. He was a Japanese Protestant Christian pacifist, Christian reformer, and labor activist. Kagawa wrote, spoke, and worked at length on ways to employ Christian principles in the ordering of society and in cooperatives. His vocation to help the poor led him to live among them. He advocated for women's suffrage and promoted a peaceful foreign policy. He promoted something he called brotherhood economics, advocating that the Christian church, the cooperative movement, and the peace movement unite in a powerful working synthesis to provide a workable alternative to capitalism, state socialism, and fascism. After studying at Princeton, he encouraged farmers in Japan to plant trees to, one, control erosion, two, provide food for humans, and three, provide fodder for animals. He said, I read in a book that a man named called Christ went about doing good. It is very disconcerting to me that I am so easily satisfied with just going about. He was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Literature, 1947 and 1948, and for the Nobel Peace Prize in 1954 and 1955. Arthur Miller writes about hearing Kagawa give an evangelical lecture in Hill Auditorium at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, 1935, and describes him as, quote, a merchant of the sublime, unquote. He died on April 23, 1960. His last words to his family gathered around were, please do your best for world peace and the church in Japan. <clears throat> Here's one of his prayers. Interestingly, it's titled in the United Methodist Hymnal, For Our Country. I wonder which country he had in mind, if any particular one. O God, keep our whole country under your protection. Wipe out sin from this land. Lift it up from the depths of sorrow, O Lord, our shining light. Save us from deep grief and misfortune, Lord of all nations. Bless us with your wisdom so that the poor may not be oppressed and the rich may not be oppressors. 
make this a nation having no ruler except God, a nation having no authority but that of love. April 25th, well, it's a Sunday, so it's a feast of the Lord, but otherwise it would be the day we remember St. Mark. I don't really know who Mark was or if he actually wrote the gospel with his name on it. We do believe that it was the first gospel written and that Matthew and Luke both had copies that they used when they wrote their gospels. Some people think he was the man who carried water to the house where the Last Supper took place, Mark 14, verse 13. Or the young man who ran away naked when Jesus was arrested, Mark 14, verse 51. Whatever. Here's the collect from the Book of Common Prayer for his day. Almighty God, by the hand of Mark the Evangelist, you have given to your church the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We thank you for this witness and pray that we may be firmly grounded in its truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Then the Old Testament reading for the Feast of St. Mark is Isaiah 52, um, 7 to 10. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news. Nice. <clears throat> then some of the days from the Earth World Calendar. April 19th, Charles Darwin died, 1882. In 1987, The Simpsons began as a one-minute segment on the Tracy Ullman show. I would make some clever quip here, but instead I have to confess, admit, that I have never watched an episode of The Simpsons. I don't think I ever saw a whole episode of the Tracy Ullman show either. Hmm. A lost midlife. In 1775, the battles of Lexington and Concord were the beginning of the Revolutionary War. So that means it was last night that Paul Revere made his ride, one if by land, two if by sea. And which was it? April 20, 15 people died after being shot at Columbine High School in 1999. In 2010, the Deepwater Horizon oil rig exploded and began spilling oil into the Gulf of Mexico. It kept on spilling oil until September 19th. April 21, Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens, died in 1910. We think of him for Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn, and a few other stories. He was also intensely involved in copyright laws, wanting to preserve his assets for his descendants. It was at the Library of Congress hearings that he first showed up in what became his trademark white suit. Um, here's a book about the suit in his later years. Again, there's links on the website. Um, on April 21, also, the surgeon's photo of the Loch Ness Monster was taken in 1934. I remember that from the email a day adventure. April 22nd, Earth Day. Have plans? Fiber optics was used for telephone transmissions for the first time in 1977. Cervantes died on this day in 1616. If you want to sing along with To Dream the Impossible Dream, here's a link to Frank Sinatra on YouTube. If you scroll down, you can sing with Luther Vandross or Gomer Pyle or a variety of others. April 23, Shakespeare died in 1616, and 
Wordsworth in uh, 1850. We think Shakespeare was maybe born on this day in 1564. The record that we have is that he was baptized on April 26th. If you're looking for a Shakespearean monologue to read or speak for today, um, here's a link, a list of 29 sorted out for men, women, and teens, etc. Um, in 2005, the first video was posted to YouTube. Um, there's a link, me at the zoo. Um, Canelos Canelopoulos, a Greek cyclist, flew a human-powered aircraft 72.4 miles from Crete to the Greek island of Santorini in 3 hours 54 minutes for the 1988 MIT Daedalus project was the longest human-powered flight in history. So I guess I could maybe ride, I don't know, halfway to the island and back. <clears throat> April 24, the Library of Congress was established in 1800. Here's a challenge for the week then. Find out if and how you can access the books there. The IBM introduced the personal computer in 1981. I guess that it is easier to access information using the PC than the Library of Congress, but we'll see what this week's challenge brings. Lucy Maud Montgomery died in 1942. Why do we remember her without checking the link? Then 1129 to 1134 people died building collapse in Bangladesh in 2013. Yes, they were making clothes for us to wear. April 25th, work started on the Suez Canal at Port Said in 1859. I don't know if this had to do with a shortage of garden gnomes or not. It officially opened on November 17, 1869. Um, also on that day, DNA was identified on the positive side, this provided capacity to cure formerly incurable diseases than free prisoners wrongly accused of crimes. On the negative side, it introduced the specter of an invasion of privacy, a prejudging of human potential, and genetic engineering of, quotes, superior people. That's W. Paul Jones. Uh, let's see, it says check back for an Earth Day prayer. I'll post it as soon as I get it written. Okay. I am still struck by Thomas Berry's observation that if we grew up in a moonscape, we would have a different concept of God. But here's the prayer. Creator God, when we look at the beauty of all that you have made, the clouds in the sky, the waves and the lakes and the oceans, the animals in the forest, the birds in the backyard, the fish in the streams and rivers, the neighbors next door, we can't help but think of how much joy it must bring you. Give us the grace to live in your world wisely and well, for our sake, but also for yours. That's what I got for now.